From the bayous in Louisiana to the Camber country up north, you'll find them out on the trap line chasing furs to put up on the border. Mixing up another batch of that magical stuff, chilling around the fire after the show. Hey, it's Sarah and Jeff, and maybe a guest on the trapping radio. Okay, do you have to, are you ready? Do you yeah. have to poop or anything before we get started? No. You good? I'm good, I'll let you know if I do though. It could happen anytime. I ate a lot of garbage today. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, well we should get started. Okay, you gonna turn it on? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's already on. Oh, great. <laughs> Well, welcome to Trapping Radio. Yeah, welcome to Trapping Radio 2.0. 2.0. Jeff and Sarah here tonight. Yeah. We're uh, currently down to Iowa, chasing some, uh, trying to chase some coyotes. And uh, we'll be talking about that later in the show. But uh, just want to, you know, uh, we wanted to get a show up so we could tell everybody, you know, Happy New Year and... Um, we didn't put up a Christmas show, um, so but for uh, New Year's, we wanted to make sure that we had the show up. Uh, tell everybody, Merry Christmas for next year. So we're always a year ahead. Mm. <laughs> That's what I do with my mom. <laughs> the day after her birthday, I'll call her and tell her, Happy Birthday. And then I'm covered for the next year if I happen to forget. <laughs> She said, I'm always the first one to wish mm -hmm. her happy birthday. You're always trying something sneaky. That's true. But I never get, I, I, I don't, I can't fool you. I don't fool her either. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it's Friday night. We've tried to make a commitment to ourselves to get a show up every Friday. Yeah. So it is Friday night here, December 29th. At, at least we didn't wait until the last minute to get this done. Well, it's not quite midnight yet. It's, <laughs> only, it's only 9.30. Yeah. yeah. So, at least it'll be up on Friday. Mm. The commitment stands. Well, we had a good day today, though. Yeah. We, we had intentions of doing it earlier, and yeah. we started the morning off. Um, I started trapping for a farmer that I'd never trapped on his land before, and I, the phone rang, and it was him. And there's a part of you when the farmer calls to automatically expect it to be bad news. Like, we're trapping in a feedlot and there's so many little cat, you know, feeder calves there that are so curious. Anyway, you always think, what happened? But he had good news. He told us we had a coyote there at the farm. And so that kind of, we headed straight out to, the, to his place. Yeah, when you told me... Oh, it's uh, the farmer calling this morning. I'm like, 
Oh my gosh. How are we going to get the snare off that coyote, that cow's nose? <laughs> because, I don't know, them are probably like, what, 700-pound cows? Maybe not quite that big yet. There's, what? I don't know much about cows. I don't either. But they're fairly small. Yeah. But, uh... To bring one down and get a snare off his nose, it'd be pretty rough. Mm-hmm. So, no, I was pleasantly surprised that we had the coyote and uh, not a cow. So that was that was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we when we were sitting the other day, you know, when you're trapping and you have that gut feeling that. Just that gut feeling, and we 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 set a trap. We saw coyote tracks right there by the feedlot, and um, those little calves are snoopy, and they smell everything. They, like you said, they have nothing but time in that little pen just to investigate everything you do, touch everything. They're smelling everything. Anyway, we had a we had the trap there. Too, probably it was too close to uh, the to where they could get at it. So. We sat there, and we sat there for probably, what, 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. We thought, better go with our gut and move that trap over. Yeah, it's rough to make the right decision when you see where coyotes are coming right through a hole in the fence, and then they're going right through a little gate. And, uh, you know, all you got to do is just, you know, put a foothold in there. and Yeah, you know that's the spot. You're going the to spot. catch the coyote. Yeah, there's no but, doubt. Because, I mean, every time they're coming through there, they're putting their foot down in the exact right. same spot. That, so. That's the spot, but you have to go with, <laughs> yeah. that's not the best choice. It's yeah. hard to do. Yeah. But. Yeah, we didn't want to come back and, you know, look look at, out there and see one of the cows' nose was no longer available. <laughs> it was, you know, with us. Mm-hmm. It was interesting, though, with uh, that farmer. He obviously, I mean, he wanted me there. I met him in town and told him what we were doing. He invited me out, and I went out there. He showed me all the property, took me around, um, took me around the whole, all of his feedlots, all of his property lines, took me out everywhere. But um, he he didn't care what kind of traps we were using but he i said well let me just show you what what we're using and and what they are just so you know what you know what what will be setting and i showed him how to set the dog proof trap i showed him i had some alpha traps in there i showed him how to set those and then um what you checked the dp and you it was unset it was set off and we didn't know really what happened. <clears throat> no, and there was a little bit of a catch circle there, but it was it was set off mm-hmm. and pulled tight like the the coon had went, you know, got out and then ran it down the middle of the, you know, the hay yeah. bales. Which seemed odd because yeah. they don't usually escape. Mm-mm. So anyway, the farmer told me, he says, yeah, I said, he said, I was tickled pink. I said, really? He said, yeah, I caught one of the cats. And I said, oh my, you know, that's my, you know, because he told me he had cats, but I don't want to, I'm not out there to catch catch anybody's cat. And so he had, had caught the farm cat and he had put a bucket, he said he put a bucket over it and he'd never seen how fast a cat could really move 
when it was in the trap. He said, man, that thing was going everywhere. He finally got the bucket over it. And since I had showed him how the traps work, not that he couldn't have figured it out, but I think it was it was a good idea that I showed him how they worked. And he got the cat out, and he said he took the lid off of that the, the barrel. He says that cat shot out of there like a rocket. Yeah, yeah I was really glad I didn't put a 220 in there where I was going to put it. <laughs> He'd have come and seen his cat. But... uh I didn't. I had hadn't talked to him, so I didn't know that there was cats there. So, mm -hmm. but well, at least I knew I didn't miss a coon. Yep. But usually, them cats don't go after like a, a sweet bait. So mm -hmm. he wasn't too attached to the cats. They're barnyard yeah. cats. It wasn't. It wasn't a big deal to him, but. Yeah, I'll bet the coyotes has got a few of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> With many coyotes are just running around there. Mm -hmm. So we, um, when you left, you had pulled the coon line. Mm -hmm. And then I stayed back and went out and set just a handful of coyote traps. And it was like 50 degrees all the week you were gone well just back up backing up for a second um but like the point we were making was is that you know showing that farmer taking the time to show that farmer mm -hmm. you know how to take them animals out of you know how, how he could could release something out. i mean that would be a good idea for you know to do i would not i would never think to show the farmer the trap you know i'm trying to have as least amount of interaction <laughs> as i possibly can with them because usually when you're getting permission, you're stuck there for an hour talking, mm -hmm. you know, listen to them complain about, you know, no rain, too much rain, you know, mm -hmm. everything that's bothering them in their world. Um, but, you know, that that is a good thing to do is, you know, take and show them the, the traps and how to work them and stuff. Because just because they own a farm doesn't mean they know anything about trapping, mm -hmm. even if they think they do. Mm -hmm. Which resulted in him... Um, I told him, you know, we'd be pulling in the next few days and he asked to buy a few traps off of me. Mm -hmm. So just that little bit of showing him, like, this is how easy it is. You know, he wants to get his own traps mm -hmm. and set them. And I thought that was pretty cool because that's, I mean, I'm, if, if we never go back there and he's trapping, that is a win for me. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And he's got, you know, kids and grandkids, and that's what and, it's about, and, is passing yeah. down the, sharing our knowledge and and trying to help them be more independent on their own yeah. property. And he ain't got no desire to to go kill any coyotes trapping anyway, so we'll always have a place to trap. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, after seeing the destruction of the raccoons to those hay bales... You, you hear about it and you see somewhat, but to see the, I mean, the raccoon are just pooping all over the hay bales, yeah. piles and piles and piles on all the hay bales. And then they crawl up there. They're tearing the hay bales all apart. Yeah. And they, them hay bales were just put there not that long ago. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you figure if he doesn't use them till the middle, you know, you know, till next spring or, you know, they're all tore up. Mm-hmm. You know, even worse, so. 
he's got that big silage bag there too. He's got like two strands of electric fence trying to keep the raccoons out of that. And, I mean, I there's just- I didn't have the heart to tell him that ain't gonna do nothing. Them raccoons will just pop right over the top of that wire. Mm-hmm. But. They've stayed he, he, out so far. I only saw out, one little they, tear in yeah, it. Yep, they've stayed out so far. There's still a lot of feed out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once the snow starts flying, yeah. they're right there in them bales and can smell that percolating. I know, the weather has been crazy here. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't even feel, it feels like fall. Mm-hmm. Like, we? like you said, I went home we pulled the coon i pulled the coon line and went home well sarah was uh and her sister went up there and was filling orders and stuff and um i stayed here and trapped and then they came back and i went back and started to fill orders and um it was like perfect conditions the whole time i was gone i got back and it started raining so we haven't been able to get hardly (laughs) in any fields it yeah. rained for like two days. There's still mud puddles out there. Yeah. Yeah. There was over two inches of rain. And, um, you know, generally here, you know, you, you like in Michigan, if you get two inches of rain, you start going around, you're going to bury your truck right to the axles. Here, it doesn't usually happen, but you've ripped and shredded their their fields, and you, there's so much mud up underneath the truck, you can't never get it off. And, you know, it, it, it's just horrible, you mm-hmm. know. So it, it's... I know, that's like I was talking to that farmer today, and he, obviously it rained, and he says, well, you know, I feel kind of bad. You drove, you drove out here and, you know, didn't... I mean, we didn't catch a ton, but... The point, and then I said, well, you know, it rained. I said, I didn't want to tear nothing up. He says, well, I sure appreciate the fact that you didn't. So, Mm -hmm. you know. No, we just trapped on the hard hard roads where we could. But We got to experiment. Yeah. And we got to, while experimenting, we decided to pick up some pop cans. And so I had more fun picking up. But we didn't pick up hardly any pop cans. We picked up beer cans. Beer cans, yeah. yeah. Nickels, we call them. Yeah, we call them nickels. We started seeing them, then we started picking them up, and then we ended up... Mom gave me a $20 bill today. Yeah. And they're five cents... A piece. A piece. <laughs> it's crazy. But I ended up having more fun picking up nickels <laughs> there for a while. Yeah. But we got to experiment with trapping. That's That was pretty cool. Yeah. So Because yeah. a lot of times, you know, you just, you know, you pull into the field and you go out there and you make the sets where you see sign or, you know, where you've caught them before. Um, and you don't really go look around and, you know, not be able to get in the fields. You know, we started looking because here in Iowa, you can, especially with footholds, you know, you can set anywhere in the right of way. And so we start seeing the, you know, coyote crap alongside the road and looking at the trails and, you know, cause you'll go and there's deer trail, deer trail, deer trail, coon trail, deer trail, you know, which ones are the coyotes? I mean, if you set every single one, <laughs> I mean, in a mile, you'd have a hundred snares out in some spots, you know, and, uh, and there's, you know, might only be three coyotes. So, 
uh, what we did was, you know, started experimenting and looking, you know, uh, like a, where they, you know, find a pile, pile of crap where they crap two, three times or more, um, you know, and then like setting those trails and um, putting footholds in them trails, blind setting. And yeah, so we saw the we saw the pile of poop there, and all we well, had in the, the pile of poop. yeah, and all we had I was in looking the, for nickels. <laughs> all we had in the truck was a raccoon snare, and we said, "Well, we don't want to do that. We don't want to catch a raccoon and blow the trail." So we said, "Well, we didn't have any coyote snares in the truck. We had footholds though, so we blind set a foothold in the trail." Alpha number three. Yep thinking well it's trial and error <laughs> and we didn't have a drag which is, goes against bl- blowing up the trail but we're like well we'll that's, just get them <laughs> yeah so that's what we got today we got a coyote and a foothold in yep. the ditch on a trail yeah that was pretty cool yeah the coyote though it was acting kind of strange when we got there and it was just just like laying there which I guess not too uncommon. They, you know, he was kind of hiding between behind a little piece of grass, but just unusually acting, just laying there. I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was kind of weird. Yeah, that, it, you know, once it, it was acting, it was not acting right. Yeah. So we dispatched the coyote, and it had two big bullet holes in its back hip, mm-hmm. kind of, well, in the back hip area. Well, buckshot yep so we're just coming off deer season like you said mm-hmm. yeah yeah because i didn't we didn't even notice it uh and then i was shooting a video with sarah and i zoomed in on the coyote and i'm like at first i thought it was like the mange or mites or something you know because it was just a red look and i wasn't you know i mean the coyote was alive so i'm not expecting it was shot Right. And then I zoom in on it, I was like, that thing's got blood on it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we used, uh, the, you know, the death ray to, you know, choke it out. So, you know, it was, it was, it was weird to have a coyote, you know, where it had been shot. Mm-hmm. They're tough, though. They're tough. But the, the most special thing about the coyote t- this morning was, uh, so like I said, the farmer had called, so we knew that we had one. And my mom owns, my mom was at her can shop today. So we stopped, we stopped in, what did we stop there for? Get our, I can't, get our 20 bucks. Yeah, we had to get our 20 bucks. <laughs> uh, we stopped there first. Oh, I knew my sister was going to be working there and with we my little niece. Get, yeah, we were, yeah we were going to get my niece and my sister. And they weren't there yet. And so I told mom we had a coyote. And then, uh, anyway, my sister and my niece and my other sister, Nikki, they were on their way to Stuart. We were in Stuart, so we picked up Mom and met my sister. I gave her, I didn't know the road. I said, turn by the, you know, <laughs> country talk. I'm like, turn the road past the church, and then when you get to the next road by, it looks like a a junkyard i said turn there and go south on that gravel road go a few miles and see until you see a coyote in the ditch she found it so we met my mom and it there. was tall weeds and yeah I mean, it blended right in because yeah. it was kind of hiding in there yeah but kinsley she was so cute she she was looking for the coyote on her side and she says 
Aunt Sarah, I saw coyote tracks all down the road. I saw them. Yeah. And uh, they were there. They were there. She was 100% She was so over. excited. And she told her mom, she goes, that's a smaller coyote. Jeff will probably turn. He don't like them. He'd probably turn that one loose. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they don't miss a thing. No. Because last time she was with us, we had caught this itty-bitty little possum. And uh, Jeff is soft-hearted, so he turned that little bitty possum <laughs> loose. So they don't forget nothing. No. No. But uh, she practiced. She practices at home doing little YouTube videos. So I said, "Okay, Kinsley, you've been practicing. Do your little YouTube video." So she did her little video with the coyote in the background. Mm -hmm. We'll be posting that. Yep, mm -hmm. it's cute. I told her because last year her and her cousin did a videos with us. We were on the line, Eli and her. And, that Eli, he come right to life. You know, he must watch a lot of YouTube videos. He mm -hmm. said, smash that like button and all. I'm like, what the heck is this? <laughs> so I was kidding her. I said, yeah, you make sure you tell him, smash that like button. Yeah, and, and subscribe. And subscribe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Smash that like button. <laughs> he said that. I thought, oh, my gosh. <laughs> People are gonna think we told <laughs> oh, him to say God, that. We never did. We wouldn't. We wouldn't <laughs> say that. Oh heck no! Smash the like button. So yeah, we had a pretty good day out there. Got twenty bucks for cans. Got the coyote. Got the in one coon. Wasn't a big catch day, but uh, <laughs> ain't got a ton of traps out with the. The weather is. No. Then it'll start drying up and we're heading back to Michigan. <laughs> I don't know. So that's the thing is like, I, I grew up in Iowa. I've got my place here in Iowa. So when we come down here, you know, we have a place to stay down here. It, well, I actually own the house that I grew up in. So this will always be home. We'll always be home here. But people say, you guys travel so much. We're just going trying. From, going yeah. home to home. Yep, <laughs> home to home. So yeah. well, we appreciate you all being patient with us because, you know, we still get online orders. And we try our best to mail them out. Jeff offered to be in charge of mailing out orders last week. <laughs> Other than the ones I screwed up, I did really good. Ones plural <laughs> he was mailing wrong t-shirt wrong sizes wrong colors yeah i was supposed to somebody ordered a black death dealer hoodie um i think it was a 2x and i sent him a green one mm -hmm. and the one guy sent you a message and said I checked the tracking, but my package hasn't moved at all. And yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Jeff says, well, in a nice way, once the post office has it, it's kind of out of our hands with it, you know, they're kind of backed up. And so yeah. I checked the tracking and it said, UPS is awaiting, awaiting the package. I said, Jeff, what happened? 
He says, I took it there. I promise I took it there. He said, better luck again. It was McDonald's's fault because when it fell off this front seat where the other ones were, it must, the McDonald's bag went over the top of it and I didn't see it down mm-hmm. there. That is the truth. The McDonald's mm-hmm. bag was laying right on top. Mm-hmm. And uh, so. So then I said, well, you got to call the guy. Yeah, yeah, then, then it goes really sideways. So I got to call him and tell him that I'm a screw up. <laughs> yeah, because you already emailed him and said, too bad, yeah, not our problem. Yeah, so now I, I'm, I've i committed myself where I got to call and say, you know, this was 100% my fault. So then I send and him. McDonald's. So I send him the phone number mm-hmm. and he calls. And then I gave you the wrong phone number to the other guy that had a messed up yeah, Wade, hoodie. Yeah, Wade in Tennessee. <laughs> So I then said, I had to... I says, I says, is so-and-so there? Got the wrong number. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so... Didn't Wade know that you called him? Not Didn't the... he send you a message and said, Jeff, I think I missed a call from you? Yeah. And then you're like, yeah. I wasn't trying to call you. Yeah. I was trying to call yeah, another guy. the other guy I made a mistake with. Yeah. What an ordeal. Yeah. So that's why I'm not management material. well the week that i was at home and in charge i had to make all the stuff so it was nice we kind of took turns switching off doing other things but yeah yeah being honest it wasn't that nice when i got sent home and had to (laughs) do all that stuff (laughs) it was a lot nicer the week before when i was down here coon driving yeah and i was at Back at the lure shop, yep. carrying heavy buckets yep. and. Yep. No, I would. I mean, it would. But. I would stop and get me a piece of Casey's pizza for lunch, and you know, stop and get a coffee, and you know, set some more traps and kill some more coon, and come back and then go eat dinner, and then, you know. It, it was terrible. Yeah. You, you would have hated it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, we didn't really have a we're, the show. We, we've just been chatting, mm-hmm. chatting. Guess that's what we we didn't really have a topic. We just wanted to say Happy New Year. Hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. We had a nice we had a nice Christmas down here. Yeah. My, of course, I watch a lot of TikTok. So I had told we call my sister the Christmas coordinator because she is the most organized out of all of us and we always draw names so she keeps track of who got what and when we're supposed to be there and if you need ideas to get for that person she's the coordinator of it all so I sent her a TikTok on a prank that we should play on my mom and my stepdad and so I sent it I sent it to her and I sent it to my brother well my brother ended up doing the prank we didn't even know he was doing it but he took some random things from mom's house. He took a pair of ceramic chicken figurines. One was a rooster, one was a chicken. A hen. Yeah. Yep. And he took some like appetizer serving spoons that you would get at the Dollar Tree. 
spoons that are only like what an inch inch and a half big like mm -hmm. good for nothing no it'd be like uh if you're gonna like get a I, i've seen them before like on the some cheese balls where you get a little you know yeah kind of scrape that cheese off them little bitty spoons yeah good for nothing good for nothing and uh my sister said that she was helping mom clean her house and she tried throwing them away and mom says no no i might need those spoons for i don't even know what and then apparently my brother was trying to throw them away too and she says why is everybody trying to throw my spoons away well he took the two two packs of spoons took the chicken and the hen and uh then he brought him back on Christmas Day, and me, my sis, me and my two sisters. There was yeah, we opened yeah. So anyway, we opened the present. And Mom was there, and he made a big deal like these are special presents, special presents. Mom needed to be there to watch us. These are special presents, and we opened them all at the same time. And Jeff didn't even know what was going on. No, I was confused. And. uh so I open it, I knew immediately, and my sis, other sister, Jessie, the Christmas coordinator, she knew immediately, and my other sister, Carrie, had no idea what was going on. <laughs> and my mom just was looking with, like, a blank stare on her face, and she says, oh, my. And I said, look at this chicken, and she says, oh, my. And then Carrie says, this is, why'd you get me spoons? <laughs> and mom's like... Oh, I have I had some spoons like that. <laughs> anyway, we were busting laughing. It was hilarious. And the whole time I'm sitting there, I have no idea. I'm thinking, well, this must be like a family tradition, or <laughs> there must be something I'm missing. Yeah, you know, I I had no idea that they wrapped yeah. up her presents and gave yeah. them to her because she seemed like as shocked about you know like why are you giving this junk stuff to somebody for Christmas mm -hmm. you know. So yeah, you know, it was it was really funny when I learned what the what the deal was. Yeah. But. <laughs> no, yeah, but yeah, we had a had an awesome awesome Christmas day. So yeah, eight and eight and eight. Yep. Took trips in the morning and went eight all afternoon. Mm-hmm. What else we got going on? Um, oh, your Facebook page. Why don't you talk yeah. about your Facebook page? They, uh, some of you probably might have seen other ones. Uh, you know, you might, if you don't pop, don't pop up, you wouldn't know. But uh, Dunlap Lures page got hacked. I got kicked off of there. Um, and there's some overseas uh individuals we'll call them you can imagine what my real thoughts are um but they uh they kicked me off the page and uh we got uh been dealing with meta which is basically like dealing with the wind uh and but we finally have got all the information that they've asked for sarah has put it together in a professional looking way, not my way of taking screenshots and sending it to them and then complaining about, you know, why do I have to prove that I own Dunlap Lures? You know, you think somebody overseas owns it? So 
Um, uh, so anyways, uh, w basically where I'm at and Sarah's at with this is, is um, you know, we're trying to get it back. If I can't get it back, then uh, they're I'm going to destroy it and get it taken down. Um, because uh, once they, you know, because I don't want them having all my content and everything, you know, where I don't have any control. And basically when they kicked me off of Dunlap Lures, they committed copy, copyright infringement because all that belongs to me. Um, you know, all the videos, the pictures, you know, um, so that's the way we'll, you'll be going with it. But we're trying to get it back. I mean, you know, I've spent a lot of time, you know, uh, in a lot of memories, uh, on there. So, you know, we're hoping to, you know, be able to get it back, but it just seems crazy to me and, you know, that, uh, that um, I have to prove that I own Dunlap Lures. And, you know, every video and picture, you could look at my driver's license picture and then every video and picture that's on there and say, you know what? Yeah, this this is the guy, <laughs> you know, but, you know, apparently the people that uh, hacked it and they have, a, and Meta's agreed that they've hacked, they hacked it on, that uh, they don't have to prove anything. So it's, it's a crazy, crazy situation, but that's uh, that's the world we live in these days. It's unfortunate, but that's just the way it is. And being a you know a trapping site probably doesn't doesn't uh, help the cause on uh, them wanting to do anything for me, you know. So that's where we're at, trying, but. Uh, I'm blocked, so I, people tell me, well, did you see all the crazy things on your on your page? No, I'm blocked. I can't see nothing. And it's probably better that I can't. <laughs> you can't see anything? I can't see anything. It just comes up, you know, where I'm I'm blocked. Oh. I can't even see there is a Dunlap Lures. Oh. They haven't blocked me yet. Yeah, they're posting crazy things. No. And then, um... You know, like Mark Novi said, they're deleting Trapper's comments, too. So, they're even if you comment on there. But do not click any of those links yeah, because don't you're click playing their game. Yeah, don't click any links or, you know, best bets just don't even go on there and deal with anything. Like I said, we're dealing with Meta on it. And, you know, um, just don't even go look it up, um, you know, and... Like I said, we'll let you know when we're back in control because I'll be uh, deleting everything that they've put up and um, that. But uh, yeah, or or there won't be it won't be up on there. One of the two. Because uh, we can't get them to do nothing. So we can't get them to do anything at this point. I've, we've and the other thing is uh, you know it's like when all this happened, I tried to look at you know like hiring. Um, you know, like, let's call it a, a, a hacker that's on our side. I don't know what you'd call it, but a hacker that's on our side that we send after them. Um, the thing is, is you uh, Google, you know, hackers. Well, it, it, what my, me and Sarah's first thought was is 
the people that hacked the page could have, I mean, it sounds crazy, but this whole thing is crazy, that they have a website where there's ranks number one, and it's the same people that hacked you that you're paying to go back in there and get it. And I'm like, and they... They want like $3,500. $3,800. And I'm like, you're insane. You're insane. Because mm -hmm. you could be the same people. Mm -hmm. And next week you come back to the same thing. Ugh. It's sickening, actually. Yeah. But uh, we're still putting up, you know, tons of content on, uh, you know, Dunlap Lures, um, you know, and on cheat traps. And well, but, but but mostly, you know, like on cheat traps, we're you know Sarah's putting up a bunch of videos about our stuff. Um, but you know, uh, on our YouTube channel, uh, Dunlap Lures cheat traps, um, and that's growing like like a like a wildfire. And mm. uh, you know, so and then. Uh, we also putting some stuff up on uh, uh, Wolfer Nation or Predator. What I don't even know what I wanted. It, I think it's Wolfer Nation. It's Wolfer Nation on on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I never look at the name, so I don't know. I think mm -hmm. it is Wolfer Nation. Yep. Anyways, it's it's Clint's YouTube channel, so that we own. So, but we put up content. Some of it once in a while will overlap, but. You know, I, it's because I'm looking at my phone or the videos on the thing, and I'll say, well, that's a pretty good video. You know, I like that video, and I'll say, well, I don't think I put that up anywhere, and I'll put it up, and it's the same video I'd already put up on the other one like two weeks ago. You know, so, I mean, I got hard drives full of videos and stuff. It's hard to keep track about what you put where and who's seen what. And so if I make a mistake... Just realize that my memory is not that great. Is it, Sarah? <laughs> I try to go in with the grammar and the spelling, but I have a hard time keeping up with all your with all with all of that too. But I try. Because we have a we have a real serious situation with there, there, and they they are there and they are. Oh, gosh, here we go. <laughs> well, You're not even saying the right there, there, and there. There, 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 and they are. Oh, you see what I deal with. <laughs> I really, I think I'm saying it correctly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> I'm just a simple trapper that quits school in 10th grade. Mm -hmm. It's luckily I can even write my name on a check. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just leave the check writing up to me. <laughs> and I don't even have to do that now, so... <laughs> you know so but that's uh you know like i say that's where we're at on the hacking on dunlap lures <clears throat> and uh i uh trying to stay calm on what I'm saying on this whole deal. I think I've done extremely well. Mm -hmm. So, anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so we're fixing to head back to Michigan here next yep. in a few days. Yep. My sister's coming back with us. Yep. What a blessing. I mean, it, looking back, the year's almost over, and it's been a crazy year, but... One of the biggest blessings this past year is 
at the beginning of the year, I remember talking to my sister, Jessie, and she was kind of struggling at work and just not feeling like, like, um, like she was her happiest, I guess is what you would say. She just wasn't so happy. And, and Kinsley was another, Kinsley was going, well, I guess it was early, it was in the, it was early summer. Kinsley was getting done with school and for the summer and she was going to have to take her to the daycare all summer. And she just had a gut feeling to spend more time with Kinsley and Kinsley is what, eight. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember, so she, she just called one day and she says, Sarah, I, I quit my job. I, or she, she called me on her lunch break and she says, I think I'm going to quit my job. I'm on lunch break right now. And I think I'm going to quit my job. And I said, follow your heart. And she quit her job that day and kind of didn't know what she was going to do. And, um, or, or had even decided to tell her husband that she was going to quit. No, she didn't even tell him. <laughs> she did not even tell him. <laughs> well, not, you know. Yeah. So, um, she, you know, and, and I told her, I says, well, you know, I'd be glad to help in any way. We could, we could sure use your help in Michigan at the lure shop and, you know, convention season's coming up and we could sure use your help. And I said, you know, we'll, we'll do our best on, on making, you know, helping out best we can. And what a blessing it's been. She was able to come up to Michigan, what, four or five times mm -hmm. this summer and, and fall. And she was up there, you know, just a couple weeks ago and she's going back with us, but if she wouldn't have quit her job, I wouldn't have, we wouldn't have had the opportunity to spend some time with her. And yep. it's just been a real, probably one of the biggest blessings um, for me this year, looking back is just being able to spend time with her. We would have never had that opportunity if she was still working full time nope. at the bank. And, you know, just to see her happier with, you know, spending more time being a mom. And I mean, she's come a long way. <laughs> yeah, she's come um, a long, long way. From, she's kind of a city girl and didn't really like getting her hands dirty or stinky or, no. you know, didn't want to get her shoes dirty or muddy or. Well, in, what was it? Was it June when they came yeah. up? They came up last June and it was a, her and Nick, kind of their first real family vacation. Yeah. And uh, they came up and we took them out salmon and brown trout fishing on a charter and, um, she walked up to where we, you know, we called the, the, you know, the, the uh, lure, lure shop. shop and uh, we don't think nothing of it, but she walked up to the door and said, I ain't never going in there. She was gagging, she plugging, was gagging her nose. plugging her nose. I'm never going in there. Um, and the last time she was up uh, with Sarah, uh, <laughs> you know, she's, you know, putting skunk in stuff and, you know. She had her head in a barrel of soul taker. Yeah. So, I mean, so, I mean, <laughs> I mean, she's come a hell of a long way yeah. since June. So, no, we couldn't be happier, but, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I see different comments online and stuff and people said that, well, you know, uh, that we're commercialized and, um, you know, that we don't do our lures. Mm -hmm. That's bullshit. Every single thing that we mm -hmm. do. Either me, Sarah, or her sister, you know, comes up once in a while to help. And we got another kid that, you know, comes and helps label once in a while. But 
everything, every single thing that's put in a bottle, me or Sarah's hands have are on it, and we don't have somebody else do up our lures like a lot of other lures dealers do. Um, you know, there's like tons of that that goes on. Not us. Every single thing we do. Um, because if we didn't, I, we wouldn't have to run back to Michigan all the time and, and fill orders for F&T and, every, you know, everybody else. So, you know, that's why we got to keep always running back because we do everything ourselves. And I, I don't I wouldn't trust anybody else to do it, any of any of our stuff. So, so when somebody says that or says we don't care, basically it's a bunch of bullshit. So, is that... There's two things I care about, I, uh, you know, as far as I, I care about, you know, making lures and baits, and I've always loved that, and and I love trapping, you know, I mean, uh, so, and I try, I do my best at, uh, at both things, and uh, am I always successful, to, is there ever any screw-ups, yeah, there's screw-ups, I mean, uh, you know, you somebody opens up a bottle of your lure, and, uh, you know, the lid blows up, and you know blows up on them you know i mean you know i mean ever ever you know but i seen that happen one time of one of the, a guy opened up one of russ carmen's lures and then the lid blew off and flew up and hit the ceiling and i thought you know what if that happens to russ carmen and it happens to me once in a while i'm not gonna feel so bad about it <laughs> you know so you know i don't want it to happen but you know, I mean, the, the the truth of the matter is, is uh, if you're a lure maker, you're putting stuff in a bottle that God never intended to be put in a glass bottle with a lid on it. So, you know, that they all don't blow up is amazing, you know, because, I mean, it's a fine line a lot of time, uh, you know, getting it where, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, bubble up or, you know, but you still don't want to kill everything in that bottle because, you know, you won't get the reaction. So it's a fine line. Mm -hmm. but we do it all we do it all ourselves so if anybody tells you different they're a liar mm -hmm. i mean that and we don't sell dunlap lures retail no it's never you never have right you've no. never wanted to deal with other than conventions yep conventions so when you buy it on amazon it didn't come from us it is it has come from, you know, we take all of the Dunlap Lure stuff to F&T, and then from there, we don't know where it goes. We don't we don't have any control over that, so. No. I mean, Amazon is great, but I know those, the companies have fees to pay on Amazon and things like that. You know, I, I don't want to discourage people from buying on Amazon, but, you know, try your local... Your local, you know the. Well, what we had happen the other day was I got an email from a lady. Um, she said uh, that her son had ordered Hellfire, um, and it was in a ended up being in a bag. And her husband said that it looked like I just dumped it in the bag and didn't even put it in the bottle. And uh, they bought it off Amazon from me. And I'm I sent her a thing bag and said uh, number one I didn't dump anything in the bottle are just in the bag i would never do that and um i said and secondly i don't sell retail any dunlap lure products except for at conventions so you sure as hell didn't buy it off me on amazon and uh she's like has your name on it and i'm like that's that's true 
but you you know you didn't give me any money and i didn't send it to you and i got talking with her um anyways found out it was some hardware uh place or something that sent it and she was gonna get a hold of them but uh you know they didn't tape the top you know like when you get your stuff from f&t and it's got 20 different you know times with electrical tape it didn't have any of that it wasn't in a skunk proof bag um you know and the top had come off because we have that happen a lot of times uh not with just hellfire but you know all the lures were sometimes like going down the road that top will seem vibrate right, vib off. vibrate right off um and i don't know why it does that i have no idea i mean it's weird that it, just driving down the road you know the bumps or the vibration or something will just keep working that lid till it's loose it's loose and um but that you know that lid came off and uh i bet you the mailman or whoever probably wasn't too freaking happy mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. but you know that that's the thing is is you know um you know, I mean, we're we're not selling this stuff, you know, retail, and that and the reason that I we I've never sold Dunlap lures retail, um, is because if we sold at retail, we would have no time to trap. There would be no time to trap. We would have to be home all the time, sending out orders and stuff. And I'm not willing to give up the trapping to make a little bit extra money and, and doing that. I would rather take less and get to do what I want to do and go trapping and live my life and have fun and sarah wants it feels the same way then then uh you know sit there and send out orders and to make a little bit more money you know i i just love trapping too much you know maybe there'll come a day when uh you know i can't do it anymore and sarah will just leave me at home to do it and mess up yeah, all the right. orders <laughs> Yeah, yeah, before you check Amazon, give give a shout out to the the companies that are trapping companies, you know. Give yeah. F and T a call, give Funky Trap Tags a call. Yeah, Minnesota or, whoever, or you know, whoever you yeah. use for a local trapping supply company, give them a call instead of just uh grabbing on Amazon cuz they they have to pay fees and yeah. all that to sell on there. You know, and I mean a lot of times the fur buyers uh, you know, have, you know, stock uh trapping supplies in the areas and you know i mean there's little little you know sporting goods stores and stuff might have it in your area you know i mean throw them the business then they'll reorder some more and then you know we can afford to buy some more gas and you know maybe go on a different on a trapping trip somewhere Ooh, speaking of trapping trip we've been talking yep getting ready yep it's coming quick it's coming quick we're going south Yep. Yep. <laughs> Not where I specifically wanted to go. No. I really wanted to go to South Texas. Yep. And had an offer to go down there. Yep. Yep. But we'd have to give up going to trap with Carl and Liz. So yep. we're going to go. And we can't do that. We're going to go trap with Carl and Liz in, is it Arkansas? Arkansas. Arkansas for a couple of weeks for sure. Yep. Maybe three if they get the place across the road. And that's, uh, yep, that's a week before and then two weeks after that it's in, already in, lined up. In Mississippi. In Mississippi, so. Yep, so we'll be going to Arkansas, Mississippi. 
For a good month, hopefully. Yep. That requires a lot of... I know you've talked about it on other podcasts, but... A lot of planning. A lot of planning. Yeah. <laughs> and not, not just planning, um, you know, where we, you know, getting the stuff around for trapping, but trying to figure this all out. And, you know, and then I got to walk into the office and tell F&T, hey... Listen, I'm going to be out of town for a month. I know everybody else in the country you, you know, could buy off regular, but you think that you could figure out what you're going to need for the whole time I'm going to be gone. The whole month. Yeah. We struggle getting away for three days. <laughs> I know. And, I got, and we ain't had the conversation yet, so <laughs> they don't know nothing about this. So everybody, shh. Yeah, don't, don't, don't mention the F&T <laughs> yeah. that we're going to be gone for a month. Yeah, don't say nothing. This is our secret. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but there's, you know, like Sarah said, there's a lot of planning on, you know, so that we have the product. Um, because uh, it's like when somebody puts your products in their catalog, and this is, uh, you know, how I've always felt, you have a responsibility to, to make sure that they have that product to the best of your ability. I mean, you know, you're not, I'm not uh, where I can control every little situation but you know i feel obligation of you know uh if a person puts their, my stuff in there i do my best to make sure that they have it and um you know and it's like an f and t's catalog or minnesota's or whatever every square inch of that catalog is is worth so much per square inch and if you take up it and they ain't got your product i mean uh you know you've you've let you've let them down and um uh, you know, that should mean something to, to you, so, mm-hmm. and it does to us. You know, which might mean one of us has to go back home in the lure shop while we're on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, know. I could see where one of us has to leave from Arkansas and right. go back and fill it, you know, because. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we do. That's what we do. Yeah. You know, but. Um, but yeah, not only the business side of planning. Do you think I mean, that when you go run home to fill that order, that you'll uh, you know be able to get come back like right away, or do you think you have to stay out there for a while? <laughs> 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 I already know it's me that's gonna be going because not Liz, necessarily. Liz is and Liz and Carl will be glad to get rid of me and keep <laughs> you down there. Because then Carl can lay on this four-wheeler and oh, suck yeah. on his cigarette, have his uh, Bud Light in one hand, and then, yeah, you, you know, and you and Liz are making sets. And Carl, I didn't quite Carl, realize that's what he was doing yeah, last year. Yeah, he'll be laying there smoking his cigarette, drinking on his Bud Light. I'm lining shit out. <laughs> well, at first, he says, I'm going to take you girls out. I'm going to show you all the good spots. Me and... Just the three of us, we're going to go out, we're going to set, you know, we're going to set up this spot and this spot, and I know all the spots. And I'm, me and Liz are like, well, this is really nice of Carl, you know, he's going to take us out. And then, then, uh, then we found out that he just sits back and he points and me and, me and Liz make all the sets. And he's just having a great time. He's just sitting back with this big smile on his face and... I think you came up and you're like, I know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> he said, I'm lining shit out. Lining shit out. That's Carl's thing he always says, is I'm lining shit out. 
he uh, uh there they own uh Razorback Snares is uh you know the company and um they're a lot of fun you know to go out you know trapping with and they they've been really good friends to us and they uh we went out to a Mexican restaurant with them last year it was I think it was towards the end of the the trip we went to Arkansas um and we had such a blast down there and but we go there and they each order these margaritas i'm not shitting you these margaritas look like they would kill a mexican <laughs> i mean that's how big these things were i never seen it, margaritas. Was, it, it was, was like it was huge it, it wasn't a half gallon but it looked it looked look like a half gallon margaritas and they said that they were strong and they both sit there sucking on them straws, <laughs> drinking the margaritas. And, and the, the more they drank, the, the, they the drunker they got. And uh, they're laughing yeah, and carrying yeah, on. Yeah, and the redder Carl's face got. More he, <laughs> and then he, he's like, he was right in Mexican restaurant. If you hear anything in my room tonight, that ain't a coyote howling. <laughs> my God. <laughs> So, they're a hell of a lot of fun to go, you know. They uh, they they're both good cooks, except except for Carl. <laughs> Carl made this chicken. It's like world famous chicken. We call it the Dead Sea Chicken because he was all drunk up on his Bud Light. He drink a Bud Light and put some salt on the chicken, and then he would drink another Bud Light and put some more salt on the chicken, and he forgot he put the salt on the chicken, so he put some more chicken salt on the chicken, and the more he drank, the more salt. He brings out this chicken, and there's me and Haggerty and uh, Tim Roper, uh, meat trapper, and um, Chip Davis, and you know we're all there at this table and. You bite into this chicken, and it, I, it was like taking a salt shaker and just shaking it in your mouth with a little bit of meat <laughs> on it. And everybody, and Carl hadn't eaten on yet, and Haggerty's telling, <laughs> Haggerty's telling Carl, he says, Carl, this is the best damn chicken I've ever had. <laughs> and Carl takes a bite and realizes that everybody's like, you know, gagging on his chicken. <laughs> Even being all drunk, though, he could taste that he salt. He felt so bad. Yeah. Well, that's what we call it. Carl's Dead Sea mm -hmm. Chicken. Because it, it definitely mm -hmm. puts you, put you in the dead. Mm -hmm. So, no, but, yeah, we've had a, had a lot of good times and a lot of good memories. And, you know, going trapping with, you know, not just Carl and Liz, but, you know, lots of other people and. They, um, that's, uh, pretty much, you know, who we hang around with is, you know, and talk to is pretty much just trappers, mm -hmm. you know. But, um, so. but like Sarah said, we did want to go down to South Texas and, you know, had a really good offer to go down there and, um. Yeah, I want to go down there and chase cats, and but uh, we'll see. You, you, you just you, you just can't do everything, you know. I mean, we try to do everything. If you follow anything we do, I mean, we're on the go constantly. Um, but uh, 
as as much as you you want to be on the go, you cannot be in South Texas trapping and Arkansas at the same time. <laughs> Not as one, you know, is just a person. Mhm. Which thinking about them snakes down there in South Texas, the scorpions. There's snakes in Arkansas too. We saw cottonmouths there. Yeah, I know. I sh- I shot a, that well, especially the last one. Man, I screamed so loud. You never heard anybody scream like until she sees it. When she sees a snake, lightning! I, I, I ran it, so it, fast up that. Honest bank. to God, I think that like you know, like the devil is actually after her. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah, I know. But she screams and is running back at me, and you know, like pushes me out of the way and running off the bank. Feet are going and she ain't moving in oh the mud. Oh my gosh! So I go over there. This cotton mouse laying on the bank, and it looked like it, you know, like it looked like the back of it had been cut off or bit off or something, and so it was even more ticked off. So I get the pistol, I shoot it, shows me its white mouth goes in the water so i didn't kill it right on the bank goes down mm-hmm. and i says uh yeah I, I asked the guy with us i said where'd that did you see where that cotton mouth went he says yep i said where'd it go he says right down there where you're trapped you got the beaver and you got to go in and get i'm like shit i wish i just left him on the damn bank so mm. i can still very clearly see that in my mind yeah, I can still see that thing like with his mouth open, like after I shot it. And mm. new subject. I have nightmares about that stuff. Well, that one's dead, so I know. Or gut shot, one of the two, made him suffer. But so. So we'll be down south. Then it will be spring beaver trapping. Then it will be spring beaver trapping. Back to Iowa. Back to Iowa. Then to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Then be convention season. Then, yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we've been doing. Just thinking about starting to fill out the the calendar for, um, you know, for the. Uh, we fill out a, the calendar with the dates and when we think we're going to leave. And, you know, so you kind of get a, a bird's eye view of, you know, if something's overlapping or you can't make it to, from this one to this one. And so we're going to be planning out them. Um, we're planning on going to the Wisconsin convention this year. Um, but we got to call and make sure we got a hold of pay Julie for the tables. We're unsure at this point. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we've committed to go. We just, you know, so, you know, and then, uh, you know, it gets tough because you don't know, you know, what, what gas prices are going to do. So, you know, you start committing to these and they put you on the schedule, do a demo and then, you know, you're committed to go and, you know, so, it costs a, it costs, I mean, people going to conventions know how much it costs, but then, you know, when you start, uh, you know, buying booth space, like, when you walk through, like, the NTA, every table you see, that's at least $100 for every table, you know, and you get, 
you know, 10 tables, I mean, that's a thousand bucks, and that's, and you ain't even, pay, that ain't the gas, that ain't the, nothing. Hmm. No, that's, it's expensive. You know, and then they have it, like, in South Dakota or Virginia, which, you know, nobody knows how it's, you know, really it's going to, we're hoping it's going to go well, but, you know, so, you know, you, hmm. you, know, you <laughs> Hotels. Yeah. I mean, we started sleeping in the trailer, but yeah. just yeah. because... Hotels were outrageous. We had to do something. Yeah, the, our our final straw was at Duluth, where we went to go get a motel, and the casino was what like seven hundred dollars they wanted for a motel mm-hmm. room, and then the, I remember up to Duluth they wanted two hundred fifty dollars, and I'm like, this is insane. Do you know how many bottles of lure we have to sell mm-hmm. to pay for one night in a motel? Mm-hmm. I'm not that good with math, so I'm not sure, but I'm it was like forty bottles. <laughs> and that's if you got everything for free that you made it with and got the mm. bottles for free. Yeah, we knew we had to do something. Yeah. Wasn't going to raise the prices. Pass pass that on to you guys. No. No. So so we just got it set up and stay in the camper and actually I like it better. Yeah, the trailer. Yeah, the trailer. Yeah. I call it camper. <laughs> There's no bathroom. It's a utility trailer. <laughs> it, it smells like Soul Taker. <laughs> Only for like like a half an hour. Then you until keep... you know we sleep in there and all that, and then when you take the blankets out to go wash the blankets, it's like we slept in those blankets that stink so bad. <laughs> oh well, got to do what you got to do. People probably come up to the booth and they're like, man. <laughs> the people sure do stink. <laughs> oh well, we made it there. We made it home. <laughs> well, but that's what our what we're doing is starting to get get ready for con- thinking about planning for conventions and getting stuff around for that. And, You can't wait till June, middle of June when you're leaving. You know, start getting stuff around. But uh, we sure appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. Yeah, the numbers been going really good and mm-hmm. increasing. And we're always open to suggestions too. If you have any suggestions or topics that you want us to touch on, or if you have a specific question, we'd love to have you on the show. So. You know, send Jeff a message, send myself a message, and, you know, we'll call you on the phone and and ask you what your question is, and, you know, we'll just kind of talk about it on the phone, and... If you're going to send me a message, uh, go on Dunlap Lures and send it to me there. Just kidding. Don't go on Dunlap Lures. (laughs) That was a joke. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But now we are, you know... But you can email us. If you don't have Facebook, you can email us. Dunlapluers at gmail.com. Yep. But you can find us personally both on Facebook. Send us a message. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, no, we really do appreciate everybody listening to it and using our, our lures and baits and, you know, um, always been being so 
so good to us. You know, I mean, there's so many of you out there that uh, have been so good to us. Um, you know, and it's easy, you know, where you go, you know, on social media and you see something where, you know, three people are bad-mouthing you or your products and stuff. And, it, 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 you know, for some reason, as a person, you gravitate towards the negative of watch what people do. But, you know, um, you know what we try, try to do is just, you know, know that how many people have bought our lures and baits this year and, you know, listen to the podcast, listen to the videos, gave awesome awesome compliments and you know been so good to us and you know that that's really what we what we try i mean you 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 know being human sometimes that ain't the case you know being honest about it but most of the time that that's exactly what we try to do is you know be positive about it and just let the let the haters do the hating so mm-hmm. and sarah's better at it than me <laughs> But she keeps me, you know, I would say leveled out on it. Mm-hmm. I try. Well, now I don't comment. <laughs> you know, some, sometimes it's just best just to keep your opinions and your mouth shut. I never realized. And just because you I, have I, an opinion doesn't make you right. No, that that's true. <laughs> that's absolutely true. <laughs> well, anyway. But sometimes you are right, even if you do have an opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually I'm not, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, are we signing off for tonight? We'll be back next uh, Friday. Well, the, we still got some Ruby Doobie left. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Uh, yeah, we could definitely could sign off for tonight. And uh, we'll be uh, back next Friday. Um we're planning on doing, you know, some interviews and stuff and, you know, um, you know, trying to get some people lined up for that. And, you know, if you got any ideas, you know, um, you know, we're definitely like open to any of those type of ideas, any, you know, content ideas, anything like that. Um, you know, cause I mean, we, we want to put on, you know, have the show on where, you know, it's enjoyable for people to listen to while you're at work, driving to, driving to work, out trapping, on a trip. You know, I mean, that that's the object of this. Uh, you know, so any ideas is definitely welcome. Yep. So, anyways, I hope everybody has a happy new year. I hope uh, you're able to go out and set some traps, have some fun. and. Uh, yep. Is that because we will be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Yep. Happy New Year.